What is up? Welcome in. That was awful. What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, wherever you get your podcast. Aaron? Hey, babe. What's up? That's a, that's a podcast. Ah, that's what we're talking about first. Um, we have two topics, and then we're just going to go off the rails for 55 minutes, All an right. hour. Let's do it. Speaking right. of off the rails, I know someone who was off their game the other day when I saw him play. Who? Austin. Austin, the strapped man. Yeah, have a strap I that went day, to the did gym he? on Sunday. Is mm. today Sunday? No, it's Monday. It's Monday. I went to the gym on Saturday. Actually, it's Tuesday. Yeah, whatever. I went to the gym on Saturday, and Austin was up there playing. And, oh my gosh, I'm low. I got to turn that thing up. Okay, that's better. Um, I went to the gym on Saturday, and he was up there playing. And good Lord Almighty, that kid was off. And I just, you know. I thought it was funny. So you, you know who wasn't off? Brad. He wasn't there. I wasn't off. He probably was afraid I was going to show up. Brad's I actually like, oh, only Jesus. shot the I actually only shot the ball three times. But the very first time I got the ball, the defender looked at me and like waved his hand back. He was like, oh, "He can't shoot." And then I shot it. Did you Did you see the Charlotte Hornets uh, Golden State Warriors game? Yeah. That and okay, Terry Rozier hits a buzzer beater. It's gross. Yeah. The announcer made that whole game. Yeah. The announcer's yeah. great. Oh. That is so, used to call every playoff game. I don't know so, who it is, but he's great. I was telling you how I went to – I was in Plano yesterday watching this rec league. I was watching um, Thomas play. He invited me to come play, and I was like, oh, I'll go play. I'll go watch. Yeah, I want to see. And he plays with, like, Willie and, all, like, all the old heads from the gym. You know, tall. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. know, tall, 99% three-point shooter Willie from the gym? Yeah. He plays on their team, and I was like – Willie's one of the better basketball players I've, you know, played against even at his age. Mm. I was like, I guarantee he probably they play in a 40 and over league and mm. I was like, he probably gets in there and just You told me about when y'all played. I was like, I, he probably well, I played him in the Denison yeah. league and they he didn't kill us. I he only I held him to 20. Uh He busts these old these old heads. Oh my god. <laughs> it's not fair. Holy <laughs> Willie's holy, good. Holy crap. I haven't seen Willie in a while. Willie's but, good. But so and Ray plays with them. Ray's mm. not Ray's not 40. Almost. He's 29, but he looks 40. Yeah, he looks like he's 100. So, and they need somebody to, like, play defense, you know? That's I, all Ray's I'm, good I'm for. I'm under the impression that Ray's a vampire. Ray's not a vampire. He's, he he's, looks old. He's some immortal soul. Probably. <laughs> um, but Ray played with – he played with them. So I went up there with them and watched them play. And um, it's at Plano, like, R2 sports facility or something like that. There's like an indoor turf soccer field, nine basketball courts. Ew. Where's it at? In Plano. I'm pretty sure Kinley had probably select games yeah. up there. Yeah. I John John used to play there. It's like a huge like church kind of thing almost. It's it's off to the side from like from what's well, Caddy Corner across the street from a church. Yes, I know exactly. But it's a huge like yeah. place. Yeah, I've been there. And um it's really nice. I like the like you walk in, concession in the middle, and there's courts. Yeah. Yeah, I've been everywhere. There. I, it's, I mean it's yeah. it's a general like what you'd see in a you know, summertime AAU tournament, like where you have a bunch of teams playing and stuff. And um, so the first game they played on like court seven, which is like the very back left court, back left court. And I'm sitting on the bench with them, like with the rest of the team. And I'm just watching court six is to the left. And there's these kids. They're maybe nine, 10 years old. Number 14, white guy, goggles. 
gets the ball, does a behind-the-back move, makes his kid with dreads fall, just falls right on his back. Kid with goggles drives, euros around another kid, and goes up with his right, comes back down, and finishes with his left. I'm just watching. I'm not even watching the game I came to watch. I'm watching that kid play. Yucky. They were down 46 to 32. They played two 20 minute halves. There was 15 minutes left. They won 77 to like 52. That kid got buckets. That kid was the first half. That kid was gross. And then a court on court eight, right across from the like straight ahead of me. It's another like I think there was like another 40 in over league. Um, I didn't realize it at the time. But I saw a dude hit like he was dribbling, and he was just sort of like, he looked like he was like rocking his defender to sleep, and he just goes between, 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 and he's dribbling with his left hand, and then he like jabs forward with his right, but he steps back, and he shoots a three, and it goes in, and the place is so loud, I didn't realize what had happened, but his team lost their minds. Then I looked at the scoreboard of their like of their game, it was ninety seven ninety seven. And then it changed to 100. Ew. He had a step back buzzer beater right across the court from me. Yuck. And I had no idea. And then I watched the game that like I came to watch. And I mean, Thomas shoots threes off the backboard. Ray locks up the other team's best player. And then Willie does what Willie does. I'm really under. I'm serious. Way off topic. Nothing basketball related. I'm really. I think Ray's of a different breed. He might be not in a good way. <laughs> I'm saying, first off, excuse my voice. I'm super. I'm like sick as shit right now. No, I think he's like a, like an immortal being, like maybe an android or a vampire. He's not an android. Androids are way. Would he be smart? Or maybe he's like a man witch, a Mitch, like sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like what's the? He's a sloppy Ray. Like what? What? Would, what's the scariest? Immortal, like what would you the uh, like if something was running, if something was chasing you, like a vampire, what would you least like? It's almost like the witch serial killer. Would you not want to be chased by? Yeah. What like immortal being would you not want to be chased by? I'm convinced that you said serial killer, so for some reason my mind went to actual serial killers. Uh-huh. I'd beat the hell out of all of them. No, you wouldn't. Ted Bundy, I'd beat him. I'd I'd kill him. No, you'd be like, it's the hottest dude I've ever <laughs> seen. Rich, uh, Richard Ramirez. I'd beat him up too. I don't Ooh. know. He had the devil on his side. The Ooh. Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, the Night Stalker. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Raphael Palmero is. He, he did steroids. He tore through Los Angeles like Ooh. right after the Charles Manson arrest uh-uh. and like terrorized Hollywood for three years, and no one knew who he was. He would just go inside. What's his name? Richard Ramirez. I have to look him up. He, yeah, no, he murdered tons of people. Huh. And then he was famously known for being in court. And after they gave him his sentence, he looked at the camera and goes, Hail Satan. And then he put his hand up and he had a pentagram tattooed in his palm. You learn something every day. Or Richard Rod- Ramirez Rodriguez. Ramirez. Ramirez. The Night oh. Stalker. What's up with handsome guys being serial killers? I'm surprised I haven't murdered anybody yet. I'm dropped dead. I can only just... think of like two, but. I'm handsome. Ted Bundy and Richard Ramirez. The rest of like John Wayne Gacy. And he, like he looked three like feet a ser- tall. He looked like a serial killer. Wasn't he like super short? That's the dude that dressed up like a clown. Who's the guy that was like really short? He was um, mean as shit. Like he like, <laughs> like he like kicked people's ass in prison. He was mean. Oh, I don't know. He was like five foot tall. He was mean. You know what? Speaking of killing in prison, 
I saw a video of a bald <laughs> of a bald Caucasian fellow. Probably a white supremacist. Um, he was admitting to murder in court, and he didn't feel bad about it. He was like, "Yeah, no, I just." And he was telling him how he did it. Like the judge asked him, like, you know, if you're, you know, you say you did it, tell the courtroom like how you did it. And he just went down the list. He was like, the dude I got bunked with. Um, he moved in and he was telling me how he, you know, was in prison for, you know, sexual assaulting like a six year old girl or something. And he told him, he was like, shut up, dude. I don't want to hear it. And he kept saying it. And he said, so when he wouldn't shut up telling me how he, you know, did this to this little girl, I grabbed a pair of my shoes, took the shoelaces out and strangled them and strangled them and then flushed the shoelaces down the toilet, got back in bed and read a book until the guards came. I mean, I don't feel bad for the guy. And I was like, they got strangled. That's I don't blame crazy. Him. I wouldn't feel. Yeah. Purposeful. Yeah. No, but it's a dude admitting to rape basically yeah. a child. I don't blame the guy for murdering him. What a douchebag. But I was like, that's crazy. And the dude, he's he, the guy that was, you know, in court for killing a person. He was just like, I'm in here for the rest of my life anyway. I'd be there too. I'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. If that was me. If you're telling me about how you, if I was already in prison and you're telling me about that stuff and I killed you, I wouldn't feel bad about it. Nah. I wouldn't murder anybody. But I, You think you can murder somebody? It depends. In the right situation? Yeah. It depends. Are you attacking me? No. Oh. Are you attacking Zombie apocalypse. Group of walkers. Inevitable. The only way to escape is to, you know, sacrifice the person that's the most detrimental to the group. Could you do it? So you. Me? Yeah, I could do it. I'm a hell of a shot. What are you talking I'd about? push you down so fast. I'll just get a basketball and break you and I'd come attack you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, have, uh, I'd have a hard time doing that. But no, if you were running from an immortal creature, what would be the worst, like the scariest one to run from? Jason Voorhees. I'm, like a vampire. Or like he is an immortal creature, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> no, he's not. He dies, dude. He's, he came and back he in space. Back <laughs> he's an immortal creature. He beats those people with a <laughs> sleeping bag. Yeah, it's Jason Voorhees. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Probably like, probably a werewolf. Why? They're only scary when it's a full moon. Just kill them when they're normal. What if it's a pure blood though? They're scary every night. I'm a pure blood. I'm a thoroughbred. <laughs> thoroughbred. Thoroughbred. There's nothing thorough about you. One time, Charlie Pettigo told me he was thoroughbred. That's weird. I don't know if in people that means inbred or if that means. You know, actually, what's an what's an immortal creature? Probably like a dragon or something. I don't know. Yeah, like a dragon or like a probably a dragon, like a vampire. Yeah, a vampire. All I gotta do is run to the or nearest like pizza shop. Medusa. That's pretty easy. Don't look at her. Yeah. she can kill you though. She can still kill you. Yeah, but I can just close my eyes. And she'll still kill you. Stevie Wonder lived this long blind. I can do it too. <laughs> play the piano blind. Wait, that's Ray Charles. <laughs> Stevie Wonder plays the piano too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he played other. I thought he played guitar and stuff. He plays a lot of instruments, but he also plays piano too. <laughs> I was thinking of Ray Charles. Um, witches, them cackling at you, flying after you on their brooms, throwing pumpkins—that'd be terrifying. I just described the Green Goblin, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> That'd be. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, what I was wanting to start this podcast off with, which we did not at all, was the podcast "Hey Babe" with Chris Stefano and Sal Volcano. <laughs> what a great podcast! It's, good, it's funny. So every episode I listen that I've listened to, Chris Stefano. If you don't know who he is, he's hilarious. Go look him up on YouTube. He talks about his dad all the time, and his dad's hilarious. He was talking about how. Um, Dan Aykroyd 
how yeah. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> yeah. hit on his mother while his mother was pregnant with him. And that in the park, his, yeah, yeah. His, his in Central Park, and his dad chased him down, was chasing him, calling him Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> and then he sees Steven Tyler, and he calls him Bon Jovi. Yep, yep. Not supposed to eat a slice like that, Bon Jovi. So, what I wanted to ask you was, do you have a crazy? Please say yes. Do you have a crazy dad story of your dad that you've never told me or us in the audience that you can think of? You can you can say no. Because I'm trying to think of something my dad's done that's, like, wild. I mean, not really. I mean, really, it's just, like, like months and months ago, he was telling me how he uh, was, like, getting something out of the back of his truck. And he didn't want to – he was up towards, the, like, the, the back window of the truck. And he didn't want to walk all the way to the tailgate. So he thought he was still, like, in his, his athletic prime. So he, just like, you know, put one hand on the – on the on the guard and like jumped over and like instantly like hit the ground and rolled <laughs> because it's like it's not in his athletic prime anymore like rolled his ankle really bad and was yelling in the front yard in their neighborhood for uh, uh, his wife my stepmom Monica to come outside and help him and no one no one heard him so he had to crawl to his his truck and like pull himself up to grab his phone to call her I mean that's funny um what else? Um, my dad got mad once whenever uh, I forgot. I don't remember if me, Matthew, and John John were all over there, but it was back when flip phones were still popular, and my dad had this silver and red flip phone that he threw because he was uh, he was like very he was frustrated. I think it just got off the phone, but he was like extremely frustrated. You know how like the walls were a lot like these in here, and he threw it. And the bottom of the phone, because it was closed, went straight into the wall and like created a perfect hole, and it just like jammed itself into the wall. Oh god! <laughs> they had to fix the drywall. Yeah. So I have two that I don't think I've ever told you. One of them's from my dad from high school. They're both about my dad being an athlete, which you could not see. You know my dad. He's yeah. fallen many times. He almost fell the other day when it was icy. <laughs> fell at a Mavs game. He just seems he runs like Chicken Little. I almost fell. I went and played uh, basketball in Tom Bean and. I was getting out of the car, and no one told me that the parking lot at the Tom Bean High School was just full when of was ice. This? Uh, Thursday night. You didn't invite me. It was eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> my bad. Who was there? Uh, some people that uh, my friend Lance, um, Stewart, no, Dylan, <laughs> dude's a douchebag. Uh, Keyshawn was there. Oh. Um, did did they just? Go to work and then hop gyms. Uh, Those people. Dylan's dad is like a coach or an athletic coordinator there. Yeah, I'm talking about like people that graduated high school that like don't play college. They just work mm-hmm. and go to the gyms all the time. They just hop gyms. Also, Keyshawn just turned 21. So. Really? Yep. Hmm. Happy birthday. He was over at uh, one of our fr- uh, our friend's houses and Ray was there. And Ray had to call me because Keyshawn, you know, it was his 21st birthday. Got really drunk. And the only people that were there were Keyshawn, who he's a hefty, he's a hefty boy, very athletic guy, about 215 pounds, um, is Ray, Keyshawn's uh, mother's child who's pregnant, so she can't lift him, and then two other women that, that, with the combined weight of that Powerade bottle. <laughs> I'm in my sleep, I'm getting ready for bed. I'd have been like, no. 
He calls me. He goes, hey, um, I need your help. I was like, with what? He goes, can you come up to Howe real quick uh, to those apartments next to like, you know, the off the highway or whatever. I was like, yeah. What For what? He goes, I need your help getting Keyshawn in the car with Bella because he's drunk and no one here can. Like, I'm the only one strong enough to lift him, but I can't lift him by myself. I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. So I drove up there. Keyshawn's laying on the floor, shirtless. Face first, probably. No, he's on his back. He goes, is that Aaron? I was like, yeah, what's up? You have a good time? He goes, yeah, no cap. (laughs) And then Bella, (laughs) she tried to reach for his hand to help him, like, pull him up off the ground. And he moved. He goes, ooh. (laughs) He hit, like, the wave on her. And then we dragged him out of the, the bathroom floor. Didn't throw up. Very impressive. Um, and then Ray goes, he puts his hands on him, and he goes, just imagine Ray. And he, Ray goes, ew, he's sweaty. Yo, you get this man a shirt. That's so he, gross. Uh, <laughs> Keyshawn's girlfriend put his hoodie on for him, and we just, like, picked him up. I picked him up by his ankles, and we stood him up, and, like, I walked him out to the door. And he was he was halfway there. And then all of a sudden, he just sits down on the side. He's like, one second, I got to sit down. And we're like, all right, cool, no problem. And then he picks his legs up and rolls into the bushes and goes, I'm staying here for the night. <laughs> I go, no, man, you got to get in the car. <laughs> you got to get in the car, dude. And he goes, nah, which one of y'all is pinching me? I'm like, no one, you're laying in thorns. <laughs> and he goes, no cap. <laughs> no cap. God. We got him in the car, though. And then I went home, and I went to bed. So it was, What is that noise? I got no clue. It's annoying. You want to hear my dad's story? It's hilarious. Yeah, let's hear There's it. two of them. So I got one from my dad in high school. <laughs> no cap. And my dad's... It's, from my dad's point of view, so this could not be true. I don't know. He said he went to a, like a little get-together in Savoy when he was in high school, and he went to meet up with this girl from Savoy. Like She invited him. And he goes out to this like party or whatever, so we'll get together. And I guess the kid whose house that it was at, you know, yeah, liked the girl that my dad was going there with. Okay. And so my dad said that he was getting out of, he got out of his truck and this girl was walking up and this guy walks up behind him and punches him in the back of the head. And my dad said that on, my dad said that on the way down, he kicks this dude in his leg and drops this dude immediately, and as he's coming back up, punches him in the face. Then his buddy comes over there, and my dad says he swings at him. My dad said he grabs the door. What is your dad, a power ranger? My dad said he grabs the door, hits this dude in the head with his own truck door, then sticks his thumb in the kid's eye while he's on the ground, and the guy's dad, who he'd already kicked in the knee and about broke his knee and then punched him in the face and almost knocked him out, comes running outside screaming, telling him to leave. And he says this kid's got blood coming out of his eye. This kid, other kid's got blood coming out of the side of his head, and he just got back in his truck and drove off. Who's your dad? The Power Ranger? I know. I don't believe that. I was like, there's no freaking <laughs> On the way. way down, through a kick. Like, as, as, like, he gets hit in the back of the head, and as he's falling, does this, and kicks a dude in his leg. And so he falls. And then when <laughs> he's standing up, he punches him in the side of the head. Patrick Mahomes of fighting? Then he said, the other guy's running up with his hands up, and he just grabs the truck door and just boom, right in his head. Your dad has and a sixth sense. He can, like, slow down time in his, in <laughs> he's his like eyes. Wanted. Yeah. He's like, uh, what's his name? I don't know his name from Wanted, but... Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. Uh, James McAvoy. 
Yeah, well, yeah, but I James about, yeah, James McAvoy yeah. is the guy's name. But yeah, yeah, I, I thought you were talking about the act, like no, who I don't he know played. The character's name. Yeah, he's like him. I don't, Slowed down, kicked I don't know him if in I his knee. That. Kicked him in his knee. Your dad's not on the ground yet. Dude starts to fall. Dad throws a your dad throws a punch while he hits the ground. Yeah. No, I said he was getting back up, and as he was getting up, he punched the dude. Jesus. But then, then there's this story which I witnessed myself. I know I've told you this. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. Backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Legendary. So me. Chase and Justin are sitting on the couch. And the way our living room was angled was the back door, the couch was right like a, right close to the back door. You're talking about the house and bells, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So my dad and my brother are getting into it. And my brother was a little shit at this point in his life. Not a little shit. But he was he was a jerk. And so they're getting into an argument. And they're in my dad's room. And Corey rounds the corner into the living room. And he turns around. My dad played quarterback and he played safety in high school. Corey turns around, all 220 pounds of him, five foot seven, 220, 0% muscle, big boy, not athletic, knows how to, like, computer software, yeah. make videos, knows nothing about sports. Yes. Can't lift a basketball. Tells my dad, you will do nothing to me. You are just a washed up old safety. Jeez. Then... Corey screaming, comes running, not very fast, running, <laughs> opens the back door. I look at Chase, and I laugh, and I look out the back towards the window, and Corey's making his way by the pool. Yeah. My dad, very hairy man, by the way. I'm aware. Sasquatch, so are you. just like me. Very hairy man, like a Nordic person. Comes rounding the corner, looked like a chiseled Nordic god, <laughs> running, no shirt off. Was not running like Chicken Little, by the way. No shirt on. Full stride? Yeah. No shirt on. Harry. John Cena denim shorts and a belt. No shoes. Full speed. Hurdles. Not only the couch that me, Chase, and Justin are sitting on, the coffee table as well. It's a good seven-foot jump. Plus the height of us in the couch. Hurdles it. Lands. Corey was already out on the back porch by the time he rounds the corner. He barely got into the grass, which was like two or three feet from where he was at, before my dad is by the pool. He takes one step. If you if you Google or if you go on YouTube and look up flying Brian Dawkins, uh-huh. he rounds that corner against the Giants player and just full out extends <laughs> like an eagle and tackles him. My dad jumps, full extension, tackles my brother, knee on his back. Belt off in one one hand, whips the belt off. I think it was his right hand. Whips the belt off, whips it around, catches the other side, <laughs> stands up, pulls Corey's pants down to the backyard, and hits him with the belt at least three or four times. <laughs> Corey's screaming, Dad, stop! <laughs> I look at Chase and Justin. I was like, I want to go to Chase's house. I'm like, yeah, let's go. What an animal. That's not child abuse, by the way. My brother was begging for it. He was hard at that point in his life. See, your dad's the athletic one. My dad's not. My dad's like... My dad's not athletic now. My dad's the computer guy. My mom is the athletic one. You got any great mom stories? She So, when I... So, I'm the oldest. So, when we played boys and girls club basketball and stuff, I always had, like, a coach. Uh, shout out to Coach Ron Barkley. Never lost a game. Always won the championship. All five years of the Boys and Girls Club. He's like Club. the buzzer on Grown Ups. He's like the coach. The, he's the, yes. He's <laughs> the Nick Saban 
of Boys and Girls Club in Sherman, Texas. He's he's the dynasty. He he drafts greatness. He's the system. Um, always same team every year. The Lakers always won the championship. <laughs> um, except for my very first year there, I was on the Hornets because the Lakers were already taken. Um, the Hornets never win. <laughs> no, we won. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so when Matthew and John John started playing there, when they got old enough to play there, my mom coached them, and uh, they have a like a I think they go five and six year olds. Your mom's very intimidating. Why she scares me? I Why? never told you that. Your mom scares me. The way Why she, just like her voice and the way she talks? Oh, oh, oh. like she's not a like she's not a big lady. Nah, she scares. She me. She bench like two hundred though. I best say if she fought me, she'd kick my ass. <laughs> she scares me. Um. And she, never mind. <laughs> um, and she dates black dudes. She's scary. <laughs> your mom scares me. She could beat me up. The way she talks, like the way y'all are much bigger than her. You and your brothers. Oh yeah. She would body all three of y'all. She <laughs> talks to y'all like no, n- no fear of a, a physical altercation with all three of you at the same time. She knows she would work you. She scares me. Your mother scares me. Um, She's cool. I love your mom. But she scares the shit out of me. I think so. The boy, the way the boys and girls club basketball thing works, I think it's like. I think it's like five and six year olds and seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm pretty sure like those are the the age categories. And five and six year olds they play on the the eight foot goals. And uh, I think I think it was Matthew who was playing in the eleven and twelve year old league at the time. So they're playing on you know full ten foot goals. They're at that age where they're about to go to like middle school and play like school sports. So they sort of understand like. They understand the game a lot more than they did, you know, years ago, years yeah. previous. And someone on uh, – this was before the time of Steph Curry, you know, before three-point shooting was, you know, uh, as popular as it is now. And there was this kid on the team. I think his name was Jalen, if I'm not mistaken. He would always he – would, he would pull up Steph Curry range, but, like, he wouldn't make him. But in practice, like he could shoot, but you know, it didn't translate over into an actual game. But in yeah. practice, when they're you know shooting around and practicing and stuff, he could shoot. And this kid starts shooting in practice, and I'm just there, you know. I I'm basically like the assistant coach, you know. I'm rebounding, I kick the ball out, and all yeah. that stuff. And this kid Jalen, they're about to they're about to run fives to in practice, and this kid, my mom, they want. She wants him to run the plays that they practice. And this kid, Jalen, he just keeps shooting threes. And my mom, she stops the practice goes, you want to shoot so many threes? If you beat me in a three-point shooting contest, you can shoot threes. And he's like, all right. And, you know, the kid is, you know, he's a 12-year-old kid who thinks he's, you know, the best in the I world. I shoot this white lady. And so he gets, the, he gets the ball, and I'm rebounding for him, me and John John. And – he, you know, he shoots, and it's five from each spot. Five left corner, left wing, top of the key, right wing, right corner. He may, He's making some, you know, he's making like two or three at each spot. And he gets, he takes the last shot, and he misses. And he, he like, he's frustrated with himself. And he's like, ah, oh, whatever. And then uh, my mom goes, how many did he make? And I think Matthew, Matthew just yells out, like, 14 or something like that. And... My mom goes, all right, cool. Ball in left corner, water, 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 water. Gets to the left wing, 
She misses the first two. Water, water, water. That's eight. Let's just say this. It took that one kid 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 shots to make 14. Very good percentage. Hmm. Very, very good percentage. My mom did not even touch the right corner before she made 14. 15 for 20. <laughs> Shot 75%. Yeah. Um, and my mom can't shoot. That's the problem. I can shoot, apparently. <laughs> um, I have one mom story. The hardest I've ever been spanked. Not by my dad. Not by my muscular dad. By also, my when she was teaching Matthew how to pitch, because she also did like softball. baseball stuff. Yeah. No. She I'm, played softball. Yeah, she played she, baseball, she, too. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, she, Matthew was trying to like do all these pitches and stuff. And my mom... Yelling at him from you know from the dugout, she's like Matthew, everyone's gonna hit that. Ball. I could hit that ball. Matthew, being Matthew, smart mouth, mom, I get out there and give you three right down the middle. You wouldn't do a thing with them. Mom gets out there, puts on a helmet. Matthew throws one right down the middle. I had to go get the ball from over the fence. <laughs> she said, "I'll show you John Carl Stanton's strength." It was gross. <laughs> oh my god. No, the hardest I've ever been spanked in my life was my mom. It wasn't on a small field. It was on those new fields at Old Hellers. Yeah, Jesus. Like the 495 oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom's juicing. Your mom's got to be on steroids. So, it was... Jesus. No, when I was like six, I'm in the yard. My mom was like, hey, you need to come inside. It was like getting dark outside. I was playing in the backyard. I said, with confidence, with confidence. I remember this like it was yesterday. One of the most prominent memories of my life. You remember the hardest you've ever been hit. Yeah. With confidence. I said, no. Dad's my boss, not you. She says, I remember Stern, get in here now. I said, no. She says, I will wear you out. And then I said to her the words that if I could go back and change anything in my entire life, this sentence would be it. Because I remember it vividly. Dad spanks hard. You don't. Oh, no. Here she comes. I ran. She caught me. You saying that? That's my last mom story. So my mom, she was like coordinator. Oh, 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 you're not done yet? She, in the backyard, by the way, pulls my shirt over my head. I'm six. Pulls my shirt over my head. Pulls my pants down. I can't see a thing. Drags me because my legs go out from under me. Drags me. Our backyard was pretty large at the time. All the way to the house, spanking me the entire way. Oh, geez. Then we get inside. She gets the paddle. I don't think I've ever felt in my entire life pain. She busted my buns, my cheeks. My cheeks have never been clapped like that. They never will again. See? So hard. So I never talked back to my mom ever again. My mom never really spanked us or anything or hit us. My mom didn't either, but that time but she my, did. My, she, whenever like we were in trouble and she was like, are you getting a spanking or are you getting a whooping or whatever? It was always my dad. My dad has extremely brute strength. Like, he hits hard. But sometimes my dad being, you know, the smart one that he is, he's a very smart guy. He didn't just physically punish us. It was like mental warfare. So he wouldn't say it. Like, my mom would tell him what we did. And he would just act like nothing happened. And then he, you know, out of nowhere, like on a Saturday... Not so, even like the like next Saturday. Later. Not even the next Saturday. Like weeks and you know two weeks away. Friday night. Hey, don't you know? Don't tell your friends you're doing anything more. We're going to main event. We're young kids. We're like, oh, cool, main event. We forgot all about it because we're kids. You know, 
something happened, 30 minutes later, we're sort of over it. Yeah. Your dad's petty. He held on to that for weeks. It's not, it's not <laughs> petty. petty. It's just I'm like just mental joking. warfare. Yeah, he's like, I'm and he, You're always you know, on your toes. <laughs> you're like, oh, God, what did I do? And we get there. I remember this one just like me personally, but I remember two instances once when I was like five or six at Christmas and I got a present that I, you know, didn't like. And on top of that, I wanted to show everyone I could ride a bike. So I brought my bike inside the house to ride it. My dad punished me by sitting me at the end of the hallway, but not facing in time, like in the corner in timeout. Maybe sit at the end of the hallway, but face everybody and made me watch them open press. Yeah, yeah, you told that story. <laughs> but the other time was we went to the whole main event thing. This is a, this actually happened. He, we get there and he, you know, he rents us like a table so we can eat and stuff like that. And <laughs> he gets Matthew and John, John, like he goes, John, John first. He's the youngest Matthew second. And he gets us like these coins and tokens and stuff mm-hmm. to play. And he goes, yeah, I need like, you know, 45 more for, you know, and he points, he like, he does his finger, but whenever he turns, he gives them to my mom and he goes, I'll be right there. I go, what can I do? <laughs> like, what can I do? He goes, remember a couple weeks ago when you talk back to your mom? Yeah, you're just going to sit right there. And you're going to watch us have fun for the rest of the, you know, the, rest of the night. I got him. <laughs> got him. So I just sat there, didn't do a thing. Well, let me reiterate this, or will I just say this? My parents are good parents. My parents are not abusive. My parents are not. <laughs> no, neither were mine. They just kept, they didn't put up with the, the bullshit. They did not put up with it. Yeah. Of your friends, who was the scariest parent that you know? Oh, I don't know. No one. Thomas Slaughter's mom. I've never been afraid. I've only, at the same time, I've only met a very few amounts of my parents. Um, your parents? I mean, your my friend's, friends' parents. Very, I'm not, very few of them. My grandma. Actually, none of them. My grandma lived across from Thomas. So I would go over there all the time. His mom, Jeannie Slaughter. Actually, you know what? Carl Tyndall's mom. Yeah, she's kind of scary. She yells. Carl Tyndall's mom. Yes. <laughs> she yells. Yes. No, Jeannie Slaughter. Sweet. Very sweet lady. Yeah, yeah. Carl's mom's very sweet. Jeannie, very sweet lady, God-fearing lady, would give you the shirt off her back, would do anything for you. Scared. <laughs> Bat shit crazy. She scares me. Thomas knows I love him and he knows I love his mom. Terrifies me. You know what this lady did to me? As like a 12 year old, 13 year old? Thomas does something, runs his mouth. She gets an airsoft gun. He runs out the door, runs right by me. I'm just walking up to hang out. Don't know what he's running from. I turn around, I'm like, she walks to the door. Um, did Thomas come through here? I was like, yeah, he pretty sure he went in the garage. She goes, You ever been shot with an airsoft gun? a shotgun yeah she's from you to me oh god like four feet i said no she goes <laughs> to who walk me <laughs> walks back inside she's right in the chest why I thomas i was like good job you got me shot <laughs> she had to, she was mad she had to shoot somebody no okay Speaking no, of- his mother his mother i'm not kidding <laughs> i love her to death his mother would come in and just for no reason like Joseph, his brother does something, or Thomas does something, or Weston Pratt or Charlie Pedigo did something, and they leave. She's got to take it out on somebody. Oh no! <laughs> I feel like most of the time it was me. <laughs> if I was smaller, she—I mean, she was awesome. I loved her. It was fun. She's great. Scared me. <laughs> Jeez. Now, no, now, 
but as a child, I was like, oh, God, no, Jeannie's going to beat me up. She's a great lady. Nice lady. I loved her to death, but there, she scared me. So my, what I was saying, my last mom story real quick. Yeah. My mom was like commissioner of like old settlers baseball, you know, as a whole, her yeah. and like a couple other people. She was on like the committee board of it and stuff. And there was this guy, I forgot his name. And I've no, I know his name. If I text Matthew or John, John, they'll remember his name. But he, it was late, and we would stay there, you know, all night because she has to be there all night. And we would just hang out at the baseball fields and, you know, help with the concession stand and stuff like that. Or maybe, you know, ump a game or something like that. We would just help out. And it was a night, and uh, we didn't live. We lived down the road from Old Settler's baseball field. And – this dude broke into the concession stand, like jumped the counter and like hit one of the person, like people that were working and took the red, like took all the cash from the register and took off running. And we, you know, they called the police and stuff, but they couldn't find him, but they got him on camera. So everyone knew what he looked like. And it's like 11 o'clock, 1130 at night. And we're still building onto the house at this point. So, we're like, me, Matthew, and John are just like chilling in the living room playing like Xbox or PlayStation or something. We hear a knock on the door. My dad's not home yet. Dad's not home. It's me, Matthew, and John, John. My mom, all of 5'2", maybe. Knock on the door. I open the door and I, because I saw, like I saw the guy's face from the camera footage and in my head, I'm like, oh, it's that dude. He knocks out of all the houses on this street. He could have knocked on. He knocked on the house of the woman who like sort of runs all that stuff. You know? Yeah. He, I open the door and I'm like rookie mistake. I open the door and he goes, yeah, do you have a phone? I can, I can use possibly come inside and use, I need to, you know, sure. I need to like, you know, my car broke down or whatever. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, sure. So I closed. I was like, let me see if it's all right with my mom. I closed the door. He's sitting on the front porch. And I'm like, hey, some dude's here. He's asking to use, you know, a phone. I'm too young at the time. I don't have a phone. I can just hand him, you know. And my mom, she goes, uh, <laughs> she goes, I'll go talk to him. And she opens the door. And he recognizes her. And he takes off. He jumps off the porch. He's running down the street. And my mom goes, tosses me the phone. Goes, call your dad. So I call my dad. My mom proceeds to jump off the front porch and DK Metcalf Buddha Bakers this man this man's 30 feet away chases him down he's running down the street down I remember it like it happened two hours God. ago it's midnight forget dad's story your mom's a, your mom's <laughs> a like, unit it's like midnight your mom's a terminator the, the dude's running mom jumps full sprint just eats this dude alive runs grabs him by the back of his shoulders they both hit the ground my mom pumps one hand behind his back, puts a knee on it. I'm calling my dad. She pulls out her cell phone, calls 911. They come arrest the dude. And she's like, yeah, this is the guy that, you know, robbed Old Settlers Baseball Park earlier. Your mom's a Terminator. You see why I'm scared of your mom? I don't even know that and I'm scared of your mom. It was mom. the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. One day, my dad, I was riding with my dad, though, and this homeless black dude asked for a ride down the street, and he was sort of, he was sort of sketchy. My dad doesn't have to, my dad's psychologically scary. My mom's physically scary. She she has proven time and time again that she can do 
like if, she, if you know push comes to shove, she'll hawk your ass down. She's not gonna shove you. She'll, she'll kick your ass. She'll outshoot you in a three point contest. You want to talk shit about baseball? She'll hit a, hit a dinger. Gonna steal from her? She'll kick your ass. It doesn't matter. My dad, on the other hand, picks up this homeless guy doing a good deed. Very first words out of his mouth: "I have my son in the backseat. You try anything, you'll be dead in thirty seconds." Puts his hand behind the dude's headrest in the front seat. Has a knife in his hand. Oh my god! Like what the what the hell am I go? What is this? What is going on? We drop the dude off at the gas station down the street. He, you know, comes back out, hands my dad ten bucks. He's like, "Thanks for the ride, man. I really appreciate it." My dad goes, "No, it's no problem." Your mom's like The Rock, and your dad's like <laughs> Gerard Butler from Law Abiding. Yeah, Citizen. yeah. Good God. Um, what's the Joe Senegato game called? Oh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I was listening to an ep- the episode today. I'm Frankie. You are Frankie. I didn't realize that. I'm Frankie. He is with whatever her name is. She has. Al, I hit my up on the table. She has a previous child. Yep. Brittany's got two children. And then him, Frankie, and her had their daughter together. Brittany and I had our son. He is the comedic relief. It's called Pay the Price. Pay the Price. We need to get that. Frankie is the comedic relief of the podcast. I am the comedic relief of this podcast. What is Joe? <laughs> he just, I mean, just the, owns the podcast like you. All right. You and Joe are similar, and I'm like Frankie. I like being Frank. Frank's cool. Frank's funny. Frankie is funny. Yeah, I'm funny. All right. I'm funny. Pay the Price. Pay the price, yeah. I heard them talking about it, and he was like, uh, Frank was like, I'm not even, I wasn't even drinking. He's like, dude, if you were drinking, oh my God. Him and, It'll so ruin your life. Joe made the game with his friend Greg, who he yeah. does other people's lives yeah. with. Yeah. And they, it's on his Instagram, it's on YouTube too, of like all Frank of their friends. Yeah, and like Frank Keith's play playing it, Frankie's playing it. We need to get it and make a video and play it. Like, hey, You know what they need Garrett. to? You know what, speaking of the basement yard... They get Danny back on an episode. They will. They will eventually. No, we need to get it. Go to the go. Is it GoFundMe? Yeah, it's the Kickstarter. Let's go to Kickstarter and get one. And you, me, Garrett, and Hayden need to play it. I want to. I don't know if I want to. It's pretty bad. Oh yeah, it's scary. It's really bad. Pay the price. Yeah, I'll go pick that game up. Go show Joe. Like one of the love. one of the punishments was like sent you. one of the punishments was like you have to call your call your mom and tell her that either you're pregnant or that like. This person that you just slept with is pregnant or something like that. Okay, that one's not too bad. Yeah, I just say hey, y'all a couple of them pregnant. are terrible though. Really bad. You know what? I'm gonna see if I can find a little skit. I heard it could ruin your life. That's what. That's what they were saying. Um, pay the price. Have you at the lob? Oh no. Yeah, I I heard it's a I heard it's fun. Today we're on set watching our friends play it for the first time. Each player will be answering Whoa, trivia questions. Whoa, kind of smoke. Right, they get points. If they get the question wrong, they can still get points by completing one of our ridiculous consequences. In 2016, a gorilla named Harambe was Cincinnati. shot when a three-year-old boy climbed into his exhibit. Name the zoo where this occurred. The only zoo I know is the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> French fries originated in this country. France? <laughs> you can do a consequence. Is it, is, it Bel- is it America? It's Belgium. It's Belgium. Talk dirty to another player for 30 seconds. 
without breaking eye contact. That's not hard. You're no, doing no, no, it. No, I pass, I pass. Why are you passing? I pass, I pass. Okay, you want me to do yeah, it? Let okay. me know when the camera starts. Just look into my I'll eyes say, and, get, and it will... Tell me when it starts, I will get up for I would do that one. Go. There's nothing that I can't do with my fingers that I wouldn't be willing to do. I'm gonna ride you Joseph. lick your nipples. I'm gonna make out with you so hard. You're gonna forget that you're even on this planet. Okay. 30 seconds. Yes. <laughs> that red card, baby. What is the capital city of Kenya? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Who is the oldest Kardashian sister? Kim. Psych! <laughs> Throw your underwear in the garbage. Yes! Yes! yes. Oh, don't wear underwear the rest of the day? These are actually very expensive underwear. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that one's not bad. I talk dirty for 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, but card. throw your underwear in the garbage. Yeah, I would. <laughs> Gotta go commando the rest of the day. <laughs> you can't retrieve those after the game. Yeah. <laughs> what are your favorite pair of underwear? I have Tough. a favorite pair of underwear. Do you? Yeah. So do I, but. They're very nice. They're, they're Calvin Klein. <laughs> I have two, actually. I wear them every day. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be gross. Dude, Silas is pissing me off. He shits his pants every day. That sucks. Yeah, he's done it twice today. Brittany messaged me in the middle of this podcast. She's like, he just shit himself again. I don't have them on, but... Can you imagine doing that? I have a pair of Ellen. Degenerate? Yeah. Why? Huh? Why? I don't know. She always, like, every time a dude, like, is a guest on the show, like, for the first time, she always, like, gives him a pack of her, like, Ellen DeGeneres underwear, like, for men. I was like... Those seem interesting. I don't, think, I don't think I'd want those. Are they they're, comfortable? Yeah, they're very comfortable. Oh, I'm not cop a pair. <laughs> they're very comfortable. Not a big fan of Ellen, but neither am I. I but cop a pair. hey, make it's a not great, about the artist; it's about the art. Make great undergarments. <laughs> make good underwear. You and Michael Jordan, good underwear. Haynes. Haynes. The average Joe's underwear. I'm going to the gym after this, so I'm te- currently Tommy, wearing. Right, how long we've we been recording? Some tights. Uh, Forty-five. Um, we'll talk about this and we'll wrap this up. What is the worst person slash character you've ever been compared to? Y'all have called me Cheddar Bob. You've called me... I've called Garrett Tweety Bird. That's pretty funny. We've called Garrett Michelin Man. Um, Garrett resembles a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> What's the... That or vanilla pudding. What is the worst thing that you've ever been called? DJ Khaled. Who said it and did it hurt your feelings? Oh, that, something that hurts your feelings. Oh, nothing. Okay. But they, really? You're like, stop calling me that. You're getting all butthurt about it. I don't like being called DJ Khaled. It didn't hurt my feelings, though. <laughs> we the best music. Um, That's funny. You do kind of like DJ Khaled and John Legend, if they had a baby. It's you. I get, I get DJ Khaled in the weekend. Those that two I get. Um, I don't know. Nothing, really. No one's ever really called me a name. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been... That's never been a form of like pick picking on or picked on that I've received. I was called something previously. I've always they've always been I get called you know what? It doesn't make it doesn't hurt my feelings, but it's very irritating. Just general consensus when people go the people don't know my name or they group me into the to the category. Um like it happened yesterday when I was at that uh, that basketball thing, a dude sitting on the bench, old head guy, the referee that was talking to me was a fellow mixed guy like myself, and he goes, oh, all you light skins are the same. <laughs> so that sort of irritates me. I'm like, dude, I got a name. Don't, you know, group me in with, I'm not like Drake. 
Thomas called me coconut head for like five years. Yeah, I agree. That was awful. It's mean. I think you should grow that back out. <laughs> but the worst, the worst thing that hurt my feelings, like maybe six months ago, Brittany told me that I look like the animated Grinch. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. She said I'm skinny fat. And then the other day, like literally last night, she goes, "You're, you're getting a cute little dad belly." I said, don't say that, please. Yeah, the worst thing I've ever been called <laughs> is either coconut head, which is very hurtful. That's rude. That's mean. That is mean. That's Jacob's a- Jacob's Mr. Comb over. <laughs> it's like from that Z class. Yeah. Or uh, what's Christian you know who you remind me of? From Freddy Psycho? from iCarly. Freddy's cool. I like Freddy. Young Freddy, though. Freddy's cool. Actually, Gibby. Gibby. <laughs> that kid's hot now. Have you seen him? <laughs> Hold on. I've been watching iCarly on Netflix as of recently. Hot. Hold on. Oh, speaking of iCarly. I can't say that. What? I said that kid's hot. He's an adult now. He can't As an say adult that. version, he's hot. Hold on. Gibby iCarly now. <laughs> what a glow up. No, um, I've been watching iCarly recently on Okay. What a glow. I've been watching iCarly recently on Netflix because it's on there. Two seasons of it are. And I told this person this the other day. And uh, when you have time at home, get on. One second. Apparently people thought that Gibby died. Actor Noah Munich, best known for playing Gibby on Nickelodeon's hit comedy series, iCarly is not dead. Fans were left fearing the worst after rumors began spreading like wildfire on social media. That the beloved actor had passed away. Don't use the word beloved. So No. Oh, good. I'm sorry. So, I've been watching iCarly recently on Netflix. Okay. And me and you have a mutual friend named Emily. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching it the other day. And I want you to go home, Kyler. I'm sending, I'm recording this. and I'm sending it straight to her. Okay. Go home and watch just the first episode of iCarly. It's like 20 minutes. Tell me Carly Shay. Does not remind you of Emily. <laughs> Why? Just Why? the thing she says is just very iCarly-ish. I told Emily this. She goes, "Why?" And I went, just <laughs> "Why?" <laughs> she, that's she goes, such, such hurt. Why? <laughs> I told. I said, "Just watch it." She goes, "No." And I said, "Mm-hmm." The first just, episode. This just the thing she says. Have you heard the conspiracy about our Kai Carly? No. That crazy Steve kidnapped Megan. Yes. And made her think that. Yeah. Because he played, he was. He played Crazy Steve and I played yeah. Spencer, her older brother, and I yeah. Carly. Yeah. Crazy Steve's the best character ever. Yippity doo, the cow says moose swinging underwear. I was watching it again last night, and I was on like episode three, and Spencer, he's like making a sculpture of himself, and he paper mache his head, and mm-hmm. he has two tubes. I've seen that episode. Yeah. And he goes, We pour some coffee down my drink hole. <laughs> and Sam's like, Yeah, no problem. That's what friends are for. And he pours it down, she pours it down the hole. He goes, Oh! Oh, that was my breathing hole. <laughs> oh, that was my breathing. That's all the noise you'd make. Yeah, I got called a freaking animated Grinch. That sucks. First off, I'm hairy, but I'm not green hairy. Second off, I'm skinny. I'm not skinny fat. Not, I'm, I'm getting there, but I'm not skinny fat. That's so hurtful. Someone said, I think... <laughs> that was that was my breathing tube, my breathing hole. Oh, was, oh, 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 oh. 
That was my breathing hole. I've been watching Justice League, the animated series. Yeah. Boy, the superheroes on that suck. I just, iCarly is hilarious. It's so funny. Spencer's funny. Everything else sort of. Crazy Steve's hilarious. Andre Crazy Josh. Steve is funny. That's the yeah. best character. There's a, I watched the episode where like Carly's like crush from school gets on the show, but he can't sing and he said he can sing. And, uh, I've seen that episode too. Cause Freddie, cause Freddie's like in love with Carly yep. and he starts singing and they, you know, quickly realize he can't sing. And Freddie's just like frown from like, can this dude please not get any more awesome to just smiling going, Oh God. Yes. <laughs> yes. He goes, will you give me a kiss on the cheek? No. Kiss on the nose. No. Kiss on the forehead. No. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, I, Carly. That was a good show. You ever watch Henry Danger? It's also... It's produced by Dan Schneider, who produced I, Carly, and Drake and Josh. Apparently, that dude's a weirdo. Would you like to see what Emily said? Sure. Apparently, Dan Schneider's an absolute weirdo. <laughs> the producer of those shows. <laughs> she said, I don't know. That's what I, I said... So I was talking to her. I said, "What are you? What are you up to right now?" She said, "Dishes." I said, "Fun. Watch this." She said, "Huh? What are you talking about?" Then I sent her that whole video, and she said, "I have no idea why you remind why I remind you of I Carly." What's Kyler's opinion? <laughs> I have to watch the first episode. I'll watch the first episode and get back with you. It's on Netflix, right? I'm saying he agrees. <laughs> I, but I, I don't know. I probably will agree. You are going to agree. Just the, the mannerisms and rebuttals, very Emily-ish. Very Emily-ish. All right. We're, you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Um, I had a topic. It was called ranking everything. Just like, what's the best cookie? Oreo. Oh, chocolate. Triple chocolate chunk from Insomnia Cookies in Denton. Okay. You can find me on Snapchat, <laughs> CowardTerm21. Um, go to patreon.com slash NYNP. Um, AOC, episodes are coming out. KSO, by the time you listen to this, there might be a KSO out. And there might be another one a couple days right after it. Ooh, two uploads in a week? Who would have thought? Um, merch. We have merch. Short sleeve shirt, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, all sorts of stuff. We'll make you whatever you want. You want some cool NYNP sunglasses? Aaron can figure it out. You want a sticker for your car? Aaron can figure it out. You want a cool headband? Aaron can figure it out. You want your bottle, your favorite water bottle, bedazzled with NYMP stuff? Aaron can figure it out. You want merch? As I spilt water all over myself. (laughs) Message Kyler Durham 21 on Snapchat or Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat. We will get you the merch. Um, I sound like Logan Paul. Everybody wants that Maverick merch. Everyone wants the NYMP merch. All right, Aaron, what do you got? Aaron Cross 15, Snapchat, iPhone Aaron, Instagram, NY, Night Normal Podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, iPhone Cinemas, Instagram, uh, Patreon.com slash NYMP. Bang. Are you on anything? Cassidy does. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have anything? Nope. All right. Well, we'll see you on the next episode. Hopefully between now and then. I don't run into your mom. She will kill me. <laughs>